Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Sports fans, good morning and welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Today is Saturday, December 18th. Lots to get to. Of course, we have to talk about COVID rearing its ugly head again, affecting all of the sports markets. We'll be breaking down the NFL. A couple good games this weekend. Ball with some bowl games. And of course, the Lightning's great win to avenge a loss to Ottawa earlier this week. The number here is 877-448-7901 and the email is sports at power901.com. We'll be right back to get the show started on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature Landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flatbread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly dog food, friendly desserts craft beer and cocktails and a lot more and if you're looking for entertainment we've got it national holidays food events live music karaoke cornhole and live team trivia check out our full menu on facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com sports is back and we've got that too the landing bar and grill off lithia pinecrest in valrico the landing bar and grill land as strangers depart as friends now now back to the show back to the jimmy b sports show on power 90.1 Welcome back, sports fans. Let's talk about the good news this week. Good news is the Lightning beat the Senators 2-1 to one on Thursday night behind a great game from Vasilevsky. He had 25 saves between the pipes. Um, he also set a, a record 63rd win in 2021 regular season and playoff games. That broke the old record of uh, 62 established by uh, Pittsburgh goalie Mark andre Fleury in 2009. Not only did he play great, but also Steven Stamkos. Uh, he had a goal, and that goal, that was his nine, 900th career point. And um, I think only him and Marty St. Louis are the only Tampa Bay players to ever reach 900 points. St. Louis had 953, I believe it was. So great game by Stamkos, Vasilevsky, Kalorn also uh, had a goal for us. And, you know, we're not, you're not playing with Nikita, with Nikita Kucherov, Braden Point. You're not playing with Cernak. There's seven one and one over the last uh, nine games. I think the only game that we lost was to this Ottawa team earlier in the month, and we just avenged that one, obviously. So, supposed to be playing the Avalanche tonight. Unfortunately, that game has been postponed due to um, COVID hitting the the market again here. The um, Avalanche shut things down throughout the holiday break, was the ward yesterday. So they have many people on the uh, COVID protocol list. So all their games along with the uh, Flames, the Panthers, all three of those teams are shutting things down through holiday break. I hate to even say that because it brings back memories of when things got shut down last time. There were a couple games in the beginning, then all of a sudden uh, more and more got postponed and everything just came to a complete standstill. So uh, that's the good news. The Lightning won. Other than that, you know, you have some things that really aren't so great in the sports world right now. One of the things that I do want to talk about was the um, game 
on Thursday night between Kansas City and um, the the Chargers. If you look at that game, I thought that was one of the better games of the season. Uh, Mahomes at the end brought his team down the field in overtime to score, and uh, that was the difference in the ball game. It was you know low scoring in the beginning, then back and forth. Chargers went for many fourth downs that you could criticize them for doing, but that's the way they play. I think that uh, we're fortunate to be able to see two great quarterbacks uh, when you have Herbert with the Chargers, Mahomes with the Chiefs playing in the same division. And, and that was for first place in the division actually last night or Thursday night. But if you look at those two guys, we'll be able to see them play at least twice a year for probably the next 10 years, I would say. So I think we're going to be graced with uh, those games. And that was something good to watch uh, in the NFL. But then there was a hit on Donald Parham. He actually went as his receiver for the Chargers. He went to catch a ball in the end zone and he came down and hit his head on the on the hard uh, AstroTurf there, uh, giving himself a concussion, had to be carted off the field. And that was very, very early in the game. And it kind of put a, a, a damper on the rest of the game, honestly. Everyone was concerned when you're carted off the field like that, uh, unable to uh, you know have any movement in your arms. It's kind of a frightening ex- experience for everyone that's watching that. And uh, the good news is that I I believe he's getting released from the hospital. He was there overnight and um, had some testing done, but all the words are that he is going to be able to get released and uh, hopefully have a good recovery. So that was, that was a game last night. I think that it was one of the better ones, like I mentioned um, throughout the season. Talking about some football, of course the Bucks will be playing the Saints. We're going to get to that game. Uh, but before we do that, there's been a couple games that have been moved or rescheduled, if you will, in the NFL. The Bucks game is not one of them. So they'll still be there on a night playing. Sean Payton of the Saints won't be there. He um, came down on the COVID list, so he won't be able to uh, partake in that game. That's about the only news that we have at this point. And again, everything is so fluid with this. You don't know what's going to happen between uh, now and tomorrow night for the game. There are supposed to be two games today on the NFL slate, two on Saturday today, and then two to, and then uh, um, the rest of the games on Sunday, then one on Monday night. What the NFL did because of all of the um, outbreaks on a few teams they moved around some games. One of those games, Browns and Raiders, that game is going uh, supposed to be played today. It's now going to be Monday at 5 o'clock. You know, you have the Monday night football game after that, but you do have the Browns and Raiders playing now Monday at 5 o'clock. Um, you also have... Two items that have been rescheduled at this point, the Rams and Seahawks. The Rams have 20 players plus on that list that cannot play. Uh, the test positive. They'll be uh, playing the Seahawks 
on Tuesday at 7 o'clock. That game has been moved to Tuesday, along with the Eagles-Washington game. The Washington football team, again, have a, many players on the on the COVID list. And um, now I heard Taylor Heineke is also on that list now. They'll be going to a third-string quarterback. Unless, of course, there'll be some uh, easing of the rules to let some of these guys play. You know, 90, it's amazing to me, 95% of the NFL are vaccinated, 97% of the NBA, and about 99% of the NHL are vaccinated, and we're still getting tons of teams that are testing players positive in this last week. It seems to be... um, you know, going through the roof with all these positive tests. And you have to stop and think. I know I mentioned it on the show last week that it's time that these players associations reassess um, their protocols for the testing and the mandates of people. Um, And it really came to fruition this week with all the people that are testing positive uh, you know, you just don't know these people that are testing positive. There's 90% of them that don't have any symptoms. They're asymptomatic and, and they can't play. They can't partake in the going to the team's facilities, the practices. Um, so it's really putting a, a, a damper on, on the whole sports scene. Of course, the, the, you want the safety and um, the well-being of all the players on all the teams and everybody in general for that matter. But talking about sports, you want the safety and well-being of these players on all the teams. But when you don't have any symptoms and you're being told that you can't play, the guy next to you can't play, two other teammates um, that are across the line from you can't play, and you know on and on and on, and you have to reschedule a game. The NFL will not uh, cancel any games, they said. So um, they're rescheduling games at this point. But you have, you have starters – will be playing tomorrow and today most likely that are on the practice squad that have been called up because of the mass exodus of players on the um, original rosters. Um, It's kind of, and I'm afraid that it's only going to increase and and, and get worse in the next couple of days. And it would not surprise me if this is the last weekend of uh, NFL that we see for a little while, unless things, unless they change the rules and let these people play that have mild or no symptoms at all, then of course you'll have people saying, well, by doing that, all you're going to do is allow that to be spread more and, um, you know, so on and so forth. My, my thing is this at this point, if, if in fact this latest variant, uh, the Omicron is going to affect so many people like it is, but it has such mild symptoms and whatnot, then if more people get infected, quote unquote infected, then everyone should have some type of immunity from the natural kind, natural immunity, uh, and then by, by the end of the year, which maybe will put a, a nail in this COVID coffin for everyone in the country, not just the sports market, but everyone else. So maybe it's a blessing that everyone gets you know, tested positive and then no symptoms and they're fine. And then they have natural immunity to carry on after that. That's uh, something that maybe we can you know, think about and, it may work out to everyone's favor, but in the meantime, it is really um, putting a, like I said, a damper on all these games. You may have playoffs or the Super Bowl or um, the Stanley Cup or the NBA affected the playoffs affected by virus at this point. 
which totally makes no sense to me. So, uh, again, love to hear your thoughts, 877-448-7901. You can go to jimmybsports.com and shoot me an email. Let me know what you think. And um, we'll be right back to talk more about the sports market, both here in Tampa and across the country. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at the Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. We're going to talk a little bit about the Bucks game tomorrow night, but before we get to that, there's a couple other games. One of the better ones, I believe, is going to be tonight when you have the uh, Colts playing up in New England with the Patriots. That's an 8 o'clock game tonight. That is one of them. The other one was, uh, like I said, rescheduled to um, Monday, the Browns and Raiders. But, you know, the way the Patriots are playing right now, uh, they're on all cylinders. I I think they do have a running back, though. Um, I think he's out for the Patriots against the Colts. But this is going to be a huge game for Indianapolis. See what Carson does, whether he can come out there and uh, you know win a big game because they don't get much bigger than uh, this one for him tonight against the Patriots. I don't see uh, the Patriots losing, especially up there in Foxborough. So uh, it should be a good game to watch, though. Talking about the Bucks. um, like I said, right now, we don't have any players that are on the COVID list that I can see. Um, I think after last week's win with Perryman catching the, the touchdown pass and winning it, uh, that was a great win for the for the Bucks, which put us um, you know, top of the division as we have been for a while. So I, I think if you look, the only team um, that – we are going against right now or competing with, if you will, is the um, Packers for the number one seed. Both of us, we're both 10 and 3. Green Bay has the edge right now. But I think that we have a chance. Our schedule is uh, very uh, conducive to us being able to run the table if um, things fall the right way. And we'll see what happens up there with Rodgers and his toe. I don't believe his get any better than um, it is right now as he keeps on playing. Um, I guess you could say, though, that playing up in Lambeau Field in Green Bay when it's minus four, you don't even know that you have toes, so that may not be as big of an issue as everyone's making out to be. We'll see. The question that I want to pose to everyone listening is regarding the Buccaneers. The suspension, of course, of uh, Edwards and Antonio Brown is, uh, this is the third game. So what do you feel as though Arians is going to do with his decision on um, how to uh, discipline or punish, if you will, the players uh, with the um, the fake COVID cards? 
however you want to say it. Uh, a lot of people say that Brown should go because he was worn many times and um, everything else. I, I, again, would love to hear your thoughts on it. I think that right now you let Brown play out the rest of the season. Um, and of course, Edwards as well. I don't see, I don't see it as being something that is a um, punishable offense by termination. But that's just my opinion. I mean, uh, it may be a little bit different in Arian's mind, seeing how he is uh, immunosuppressed with his um, uh, system there, maybe fighting some um, some health things, some other coaches as well. So he takes it a little bit different, maybe takes it personally. Not sure. Um, should Brown and Edwards have lied about getting the card? No, I'm not saying that at all. What I am saying is that they should have said, no, I'm not going to get vaccinated at that point. It's my understanding that both are vaccinated now. Whether they are or not, I don't know, but that's what I'm that's what I'm hearing. Uh, they should have just been like Rogers and say, nah, I, I, I'm not going to get vaccinated and whatever, see if the chips fall. It's one thing about Rogers. I've never been a huge Rogers fan, but no, the more I hear him talk lately, it's like, you know what? I'm not going to get it. Do what you have to do. And I'll just, um, you know, make my decisions based on yours going forward. So that's going to be interesting. Again, want to hear what you have to say about that. 877-448-7901. Uh, if you've noticed, I haven't seen the, the, the Bucks throwing the ball downfield, any deep passes. I haven't seen anybody catching a ball like that in, in a number of games. If I'm wrong, let me know. But uh, we need the threat that Antonio Brown brings to this team as the playoffs loom and as we prepare for um, a, a tough month of games once the playoffs get here. So we cannot allow teams to shorten the field on us and force Brady into making those intermediate passes to Gronkowski or Braid or Fournette out of the backfield. He has to have that weapon deep. And for as good as um, for as good as Godwin is, uh Going deep, I, I don't see him being the person doing that. Um, Scotty Miller, since he's been hurt, I really haven't seen him um, come back and being able to get into the scheme of things there. Um, Perryman, I guess we'll see what happens uh, if he plays a little bit more. Uh, so I do think that's an, it's imperative that we do have a deep threat. And at, at this point, I think that Brown is the best deep threat on that team. So I really wouldn't cut off my nose to spite my face when it comes to any decisions with um, Brown or Edwards at this point. If you want to do something after the season, that's a whole different conversation that we could have. So I think that um, the, this game right now coming up tomorrow night against the Saints, I don't think that without their head coach there, uh, Sean Payton, I don't think the Saints have much of a chance of winning the game. Uh, if you look, they do have uh, Kamara back, I believe. He played last week. Uh, he's obviously a threat. Um, but, you know, with Taysom Hill behind the, the center there, I don't think that they have the firepower to be able to match points with the Bucks, So I do think that we should be able to win this game and avenge the loss that we had to them um, over Halloween. That was one of our three losses. So hopefully we should be able to do that. Uh, obviously, I want to talk a little bit about Jacksonville. 
they um, cut ties with Urban Meyer. Uh, you know, if you look at what happened up there with Jacksonville, they Jacksonville didn't get rid of Urban Meyer because of the games that he lost. Um, they got rid of him because he lost the locker room. He didn't have the credibility in the locker room with the players. He didn't have the trust anymore um, of the players or of the ownership for that matter. So I don't think it was a matter of wins or losses at that point. I think it was more of a losing the team, losing the locker room, like I said. If you watch the game on Thursday night, you had the Chiefs playing the Chargers. The Chargers didn't get the first down um, many times on fourth down. Um, so what do you think? Do you think that that coach lost that locker room? Absolutely not. The guys want to go for a first down on fourth down. Any player in the league, you know, they're alpha males, they want to go for that first down on fourth down every time. So you don't lose a locker room by um, going for it on fourth down. You lose a locker room by being inconsistent, by not being honest, truthful with your players. Um, and that's what happened to Urban Meyer, great college coach. But when it comes time to managing transitioning to the leadership of professional athletes, it's a whole different chapter. And in this situation, it was a painful chapter for the Jacksonville Jaguars and their fans. So we'll see if they're, if they're going to be able to uh, write that ship. They'll be playing the Texans this week. And, um, you know, when you have Trevor Lawrence there, he's a rookie quarterback. Listening to some of his remarks, got to give him credit, saying the right things. And I hope that they do bring in a coach that can help him develop into the um, star quarterback that he's destined to be. Uh, you also have the Cowboys playing the Giants. Uh, that's going to be at 1 o'clock on Sunday. I think you have uh, a Cowboys team that uh, one game good, next game you don't know what you're going to get. Dak Prescott, they say he's healthy. He says he's healthy. Um, obviously, they're going to win that division unless you know, something strange happens. But they should win that division. They'll beat the Giants uh, tomorrow. You have Buffalo and the Panthers. Um, Buffalo is going to, you know, I think, win that game going away as well. Eagles-Washington, that will be a game on Tuesday night. I mean, Washington has 20 to 25 players on the list right now. I don't see how they could possibly beat uh, Bloomingdale High School, let alone any NFL team. So I'd have to uh, go with the Eagles in that game. Uh, you have the Cardinals, you have the Lions. Those two teams are playing each other. Uh, Arizona, after getting beat, I think they're going to come back and um, take out some of their frustration on the Lions. Steelers will be playing the Titans. That should be one of the better games. That's a 1 o'clock game. Um, I do look for the Steelers. Roethlisberger looked pretty good in the last game. Uh, I don't think they're ready to fold up the tent yet, so they're going to keep on going out there and playing hard. Look for them to play um Good enough to win that game. Uh, you also have the Broncos and the Bengals. That's going to be a pretty good game as well. I think the Broncos are slight favorites right now. And, and that's a tip. Just missing a little bit of a spark, maybe from the quarterback position. If they can get that worked out, uh, I think they have a, um, a, a very good team right there. And they're a team to me. 
um, like the Bucks were before we got Brady. They just need a little bit of a um, spark there to push them over the hump. Um, that should be a good game with the Bengals. That can go either way. Uh, 49ers, Falcons. Uh, I don't put much hope in the Falcons uh, winning a game that the Niners need to win. The other big one of the week will be the Packers and the Ravens. Uh, you know, we talked about Rodgers and his issue with his toe and everything like that. The Ravens, as you know, Lamar Jackson, um, they're saying uh, he's going to play a little bit banged up, but he's going to play. I don't think he's going to play. I think that they uh, uh, went out and got another quarterback this past week uh, on the down low, and I think that the Packers are going to uh, pretty much have their way with the Ravens this week. Uh, that's one to watch, but I think that's going to be a uh, a game you may, may want to look at if you're um, going to take the Packers. I think that would go with them. Rams and Seahawks, uh, like I said, that game is now going to be on Tuesday at 7 o'clock, the same time as the Eagles-Washington. Uh, Rams looked good, didn't they, last week? Um, I said earlier, I think that the Rams and the Bucks are um, probably the two teams that I, I – you know, look forward to seeing play come playoff time. Maybe the Bucks can avenge one of those losses that we have. Um, one of them was with the Rams, so we'll see what happens. Rams should win that game at Seattle. Again, though, you look at the Rams, they have so many people on the cold list, you can't really make a prediction on these games based on the um, information that you have. So, see what happens. The other one, the Vikings-Bears on Monday night. Um, at this point, it looks as though... Neither of those two teams have been severely hampered with the COVID. So I think, um, you know, that should probably go the uh, Vikings way if I had to pick a game in that one. Again, we'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to talk some uh, bowl games and a couple other sports items. You're in the gymnasium on Power 90.1. This Christmas, make it extra special and shop Macaulay Fine Jewelry in the heart of Brandon. Macaulay Fine Jewelry Holiday Sale is on now and continues through Friday, December 24th, Christmas Eve. All regular price jewelry will be 25% off during this time. This excludes previously loved and 50% off cases. Macaulay will be closed Christmas to spend time with family. Regular hours are Tuesday through Friday, 10 to 6, and Saturday, 10 to 4. With special Christmas hours, Sunday, December 19th, open 10 to 4, Monday, December 20th, open 10 to 6, and Christmas Eve, open 10 to 4. This Christmas, shop Macaulay Fine Jewelry. Macaulay Fine Jewelry. At the corner of Oakfield and Kings Avenue in the heart of Brandon. Find Macaulay on Facebook, too. Now, now back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking a little bit about the uh, NBA right now. I want to just touch base for a second on the NBA they also have a lot of people in the COVID protocol, but something that just came out yesterday that makes no sense to me <clears throat> whatsoever is the fact that Kyrie Irving with the Brooklyn Nets is now going to be allowed to play away games for Brooklyn. Uh, he'll be able to play um, away games, but not home games. He will be able to practice at home, but just not play because of the... Uh, 
mandates put in place by um, New York so he can't play in the home games. But uh, here's someone who will not get vaccinated. And with everything that's going on right now, I guess they figure it's best to go ahead and get someone who is unvaccinated to go in there and start playing with all the people that are coming down with COVID allegedly. Makes absolutely no sense to me for a lot of reasons. One of the reasons I'll say is the sanctity of the locker room. I'm, I am a little bit anxious to see how he's received in that locker room on that team by Brooklyn. We got James Harden there. You have Kevin Durant. Here's a guy that it's not as though Brooklyn needs him right now. They're 21 and eight. They're the top team in the Eastern Conference um, right now. Only two teams out West have better records than them. So it's not as though they need him back to play. He's a great talent, but obviously uh, he would not go along with the protocols and therefore wasn't allowed to uh, be a part of the team. Right. So uh, to me, that makes no sense, but that's the way that a lot of this is going on with COVID makes uh, zero sense to me. Uh, Some good news a little bit later on, a couple hours from now, you're going to have Tiger Woods and his son, Charlie at the PNC, I believe it is over in um, Orlando. Uh, father and son tournament. I think he's going to be paired with Justin Thomas and uh, Justin's father, if I read that right. I think 1230. It's, it's a two-day event, 36 holes. Um, obviously, the whole golf world is excited to see Tiger Woods back out there. I think it's um, a, a true testament to his uh, determination to get back on the golf course. I think being with his son, Definitely helps as well um, for that motivation. I, I don't foresee at any at any point Tiger being back on the tour, no matter what. You no, know, you might hear or read. I think he's about forty five, something like that. Forty four, forty five. Not to be not able to walk and um, you know play on those courses. He will not ride a cart. He's not going to apply for a uh, exemption to be able to ride a cart. That's not the way he rolls, but. Um, you know, just to have him go out there and be around um, his son playing and some of the other uh, PGA players, I'm sure it will be great for his uh, additional recovery, the, the process. So that'll be on in a couple hours, I believe. And uh, you have a couple bowl games this weekend. Uh, you have the um, the Boca, the Boca Raton Bowl of Appalachian State. They're going to be playing Western Kentucky. Um, two teams that are pretty evenly matched in that one. Uh, a couple other ones, you have uh, the New Mexico Bowl, UTEP and Fresno State, the Lending Tree Bowl with Liberty in Eastern Michigan, BYU's playing UAB in the Independence Bowl, and um, you have Louisiana and Marshall playing. The forward seeing is UCF and the Gators. Uh, they're going to be playing on, on Thursday at the Gasparilla Bowl. Uh, I'm surprised that these teams have only played twice in um, in all the years that you know, that they've been around. So um, it's hard to believe. It's real hard to believe that the um, the Gasparilla Bowl is you know going to be played on Thursday. Like I said, and that Florida they almost beat Alabama this year. They nearly knocked off Alabama. And that, you know, Dan Mullen is gone at this point after finishing. Uh, he was in the top top 12 the past three years, the Gators were. So a lot's happened this year in the uh, world of sports. And 
you're going to have a lot more going on in the next uh, couple weeks here. So, unfortunately, guys, that's all the time we have today. I just want to wrap it up by saying I hope everyone is safe. And I hope that uh, you're enjoying the nice weather that we've been having, this touch of warm weather. Um, very nice to be able to have an 80 during the day and 60 at night. Hopefully you're um, being able to make some plans to be with your families throughout the uh, holiday season here. Um, as always, we'll talk next week more about uh, some positive things, hopefully. Um, I, I'm not I'm not really positive about this uh, COVID stuff blowing over really quick, but uh, I hope I'm wrong this time. I really do. So as always, guys, stay safe, stay vigilant, and above all, stay positive. Uh, enjoy this week. We'll talk to you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show. Thank you for listening. Talk to you next time.